it is good. I drink beer because I should. If there was a song to sing, I sing it and beer you drink. I drink beer when I am sad, cause the beer it makes me glad. Now there's nothing left to say, so let's go drink beer. Beer is good! Beer is good! Beer is good! Beer is good. It's up! Beer is good! Beer is good! Beer is good! Let's go drink some beer! joining us uh i don't even know if we're at like episode 60 something 70 i lost count i lost count um we're gonna have to check because all i know is we are gonna try to break our record last year for number of podcasts um going strong shout out first and foremost <laughs> the psycho stick and uh, the second shout-out has to go to our Harry Potter Expecto Patronums. Oh, the Patronus. Yes, our Patronuses. <laughs> Thank you for the money that you donate. Uh, we, we appreciate you all. Um, and then our third shout-out. So it's Mike's hero. Yeah, let me tell you. <laughs> uh, there's hope for me yet, Tom. <laughs> so Tom came over. He goes, when should I come over? And I said, look, I... I literally at 7.15, I just walked in the door, man. Baseball just ended. Give me like 20 minutes. He walks in. He goes, oh, yeah, no worries. <clears throat> Comes walking in, and I'm like, you hungry? Well, I mean, I kind of ate a little bit ago. I said, okay, well, want to go up to Jay Hicks? You can have a beer and watch me eat. He goes, well, I'll eat. I said, all right. So we're sitting there. And we're sitting in our chair, and then there's all these people sitting at the bar. It was like date night row, right? There were now the important thing is is there were trivia questions flashing on right. the screen, so and, we were constantly looking. Right. And it happened to be right above this one particular couple, right? So oh, this is this is you. We're too. watching we're watching the trivia, and like I'm looking down, and we're watching the trivia, and I'm looking down, and I finally look over at Tom, and I said, Yo. Do you think that guy is on a date with that girl? And he goes, "Oh, no doubt, dude. I've been watching him too." So I don't, I don't know what this fucking guy's secret is, right? But Dave, I'm telling you right now, he was sixty, at least sixty, at Easily, least sixty. Really? And this chick, lucky if she was I'm thirty. Sorry, I shouldn't call her a chick. This this lady, maybe that's what my problem was. But this, she had to been between thirty and forty. She was young. Jesus. And I said, Tom, we're sh- we don't know who that stranger is, but we're shouting him out tonight because that's my new fucking hero. Yeah, good for you, man. Good for you. There's hope for me. It's out there. I just it's happening. I really am hoping I don't have to wait fucking 12 more years till I'm 60. Maybe maybe I need to flip the script yeah, and find well, Mike, Mike, brother. I'm maybe sorry. I need to date older. No. It might have been gray, but he had a full head of hair, my friend. That's fucking over. That's overrated, dude. It is overrated. I agree with you. Hair is overrated. But he did drive away in my fucking car. So, I bet that's how it's That's the issue. I'm going to have to step up my side hustles. (laughs) Good enterprise. Uh, Yeah, because jumping out of the. Passenger side of your buddy's almost 20-year-old truck. It just, it's uh, not working. It's yeah. not working for you, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even jumping. I fall out of that fucking truck. It's so high. Um, it's stuck. 
yes, stuck my ass. It was, it, it, it no, we're not even going there, Tom. There, that's not fucking stock. I'm not a, I'm not a big man, but I'm not a small <laughs> guy either. And I got to pull myself into that fucking thing. So it may be stock, but then it came with a big ass lift on it when you bought it. See, and I put running boards on it because of how high it sat up. Yeah, thank God. And Jasmine even says something about it. She's like, Dad, you need to step or something. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, all right. So then the next weekend when she came back, they were on the truck, and she goes, why'd you get the steps? I'm like, Did you say that's because Mike was threatening to bring a little fucking stool to get in my truck? No, I told her it was because she was having trouble getting in my truck Uh, by herself. I appreciate that, man. You didn't make me... I was looking out for you. You didn't make me look too strong. All right, so... We're going to kind of do something a little different. It's kind of going to go back to, like, when Tom and I went out on location. Um... And, you know, last time we went out on location, we found an expert in the restaurant business. Right. Um, Which we got to go there again. Yeah, we will. We'll definitely go back. Um, so this week, we wanted to kind of be like part of it. Part of it is going to be about how do you get a mortgage? What kind of steps do you need to take? You know, mortgage 101. Mortgage for dummies. Because I may need a mortgage someday. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I went out and I thought about it and I said, Tom, I know, I know the perfect guy. And he goes, all right, who? And I said, you know what? My cousin Dave. And the great thing is he talks funnier than I do. I do. It's, it's true. Yeah. So welcome, Dave. Thanks, man. Um, I know, I know, you're, you're not a you're not an avid listener, so you are going to be in for a little bit of a shock. Don't please. Um, you're please. definitely going to listen, dude. Nothing's not, nothing's nothing from you is going to shock me, brother. It's all good. Uh, listen, I don't need Aunt Alice to hear this. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Yeah, Aunt, Aunt Alice is on a river cruise right now in uh, in Amsterdam, so you don't have to worry about that. Yeah, yeah. I know that I still am Aunt Alice's favorite. Yeah, she likes you more than me, but that's okay. We'll leave that there. That's kind of funny. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Because everybody in my family likes you. They keep saying, why why can't you be more like Dave? (laughs) That's because they don't know me, man. That's why. I'm like, what? I got to get a fucking New New Hampshire accent? Like, That's right. It's bad enough you people give me it. They come out here and visit and give me a hard time because they say I talk funny compared to them. And I'm like, oh, yeah. what? I grew up in the same place. That's true. Uh, you talk true. Like you're from the, you're, you talk like you're from the other side of the state now. <clears throat> Except when you say water. Yeah, they looked at me a little funny today at baseball when I said that. But anyways, <laughs> so, so Dave, how, I mean, I, man, I'm trying to think how long it's, you've You've been in mortgages for a long time, right? I have, yeah. So I got out of college in 94, right? As old as I am, right? Um, I sold cars for a couple of years, and I sold cars to a... You got out of college in 94? I did, yeah. I I did. I graduated high school in 04. 
Then, I got, yeah. 94, <laughs> I was starting my second freshman year at Slipper Rock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, so my first job out of college, I was selling cars, right? And I sold a car to this guy. Yeah, but they were, um, they were selling like luxury cars, though, weren't you? I was selling, dude. I was selling Buicks. I don't know if that's that, you would call that a luxury that's car or not, right? Here, Tom, or, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Pontiacs, right? I was a big grand. I sold a lot of Grand Ams, right? Wow. So I, I sold a car to a guy, and he was like, "Hey, have you ever thought about mortgages?" I didn't even know what the hell one was. I didn't. I was a young kid. I didn't know what that was, and right. and the next thing I knew, I, I sprouted my mortgage career. So what you what? What did you graduate with a degree in? So my degree was in accounting. Right. And uh, I I shouldn't say my so my first job out of college, I shouldn't talk about it. I hated it. It was this it was this crazy I was I worked for this company that that sold like che- they sold like ch- this check stock stuff and I totally hated it. And what I said I have to get into sales. I have to go do something other than than this it was like moving moving things from one side of the table to the other right i just i couldn't do it anymore so, so I, I, I what you were like selling stocks i wasn't selling anything i was actually at that time i was just it, working in the accounting department of this company oh, okay. that they sold like check stock right like check paper what is a check stock a, a check like when you think about when you think it's not it's not a stock like something that is tradable. It's literally like a piece of paper that a check is written on. It's called a check stock, right? It's it's like a piece of it's like a check, yeah. Okay. And it was the worst job in the world because you didn't make any money, and but everybody around you and every other department was making a ton of money, and they, and and nobody went, and and you didn't even get any opportunity, right? So I left that job, and I went and sold cars. I did that for a couple of years, and it was great. And then one day I met this guy that was, that came in to buy a car and we kind of, we were chatting about what he did for a living and he was in the mortgage business and blah, blah, blah. And two days later he calls me up and says, Hey, have you ever thought about selling mortgages for a living? And I said, I don't even know what the hell a mortgage is. I was a young kid, didn't, didn't have a clue. And the next thing I know I'm, I'm interviewing for this sales job. Right. And, uh, that was, you know, 1997. Right. So here we are in, in 2023. So. 26 years later, I've had this, this great career and, and done everything from, you know, done every aspect of the mortgage business from, you know, from, you know, cleaning this, cleaning the floors, walking in the office up until a, a C level position, which is where I sit now. So I've, and, and everything in between, right. And, 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 and helping, you know, thousands of borrowers, you know, achieve home ownership along the way. Right. Well, let's, let's, Stop there for one second. All right, so wait, hold on. I'm a dumbass. Yeah, man. What's a C position? Me too. Yeah, so I, so my current role at, at more, so the company I work for, we're licensed all up and down the East Coast. So I, um, I run. So, so you think about CFO, CEO. Oh, okay. My, my role is I'm, I'm the, I'm the, I'm the CRO. So I'm, the, I'm, yeah, I'm the chief revenue officer at this company where, where I'm kind of in charge of everything, all of the money that comes in and all the money that goes out. I run, a, I run a position called the secondary market. So when you think about, so to kind of, to backpedal what it thinks about, and we'll talk about how to, how everybody gets a mortgage, but at the end of the day, my, my job is to kind of make sure that all of those, all of those people that get all of those mortgages, you know, that they're paying all the right way and that, that they're, 
they're that they know what they're doing and and that they're getting they they understand everything that how it works. See now, I hear as a real old real estate agent, I hear secondary market, and I yeah. think, I think that like you are selling those loans out. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that so yeah, you're exactly right, Mike. So what happens is when you think about the process, right? And and we can we can yeah. make it really simple. So you go out and you get a mortgage, you buy your house. And, and a company like mine, we give you a loan. And, and then what happens at the end of the day is all of those loans that are like yours, they all get bundled up and they get put into a bond, not to overcomplicate it, but they all get put into a bond. My job and what my department does is we take that bond and we sell it to, to, to the, to someone that wants to collect your payments every single month. Okay. I don't want to collect your payments every single month. So then what happens is, that loan becomes part of a bunch of other loans that someone else gets. So most people know that if they've ever had a mortgage, it's not uncommon for your mortgage to get sold from one company to another company to another company. The terms of your mortgage can never change, right? But but what I do in, in my role at the company that I work for is I oversee that process and and, and that that secondary that that second look at the loan that kind of hits the marketplace. Fair enough. So, but before yeah. we hit mortgages, say someone yeah, is interested in maybe breaking into your industry. Yeah. Um, what kind of recommend? Do you recommend someone cuts their teeth at some kind of other sales job first, or or can they yeah, walk in the door, get the training, and be ready to go? So, listen. Three years ago, I would have told you that this is a great industry to cut your teeth on, right? Because when during COVID, you know, there was so much, you know, interest rates were so low, you know, everybody's aunt, uncle, mother, brother, sister wanted to refinance, right? right. The, the, and that's when interest rates were in the ones and twos and threes, 3% range. Right. Nowadays, when, when you look at interest rates in the sixes and sevens, it's not quite as, you know, it's not quite as easy as it was, right? Back then, it was kind of like shooting fish in a barrel. Right, right now, it's a little bit more challenging to cut your teeth in this field. Uh, a lot of times I'll recommend folks that want to get into the business to think more about real estate, you know, thinking about maybe getting their real estate license first, understand what that looks, learn, learn the rules of the road, learn kind of how things work a little bit, and then maybe come back and take a look at it. Okay. We see a lot of folks that are migrating from, uh, you know, personal lines of insurance, which is kind of like that same person to person sale. If they've been successful at that, they could probably be really successful in the mortgage space, okay. but it's, it's, it's not easy, right? Three or four years ago, it was easy. There were, there were people were refinancing three, four or five times a year. So wow. if you knew a hundred people, you had 500 loans that you could easily pick off. Wow. But nowadays it's just not that simple anymore, okay. but listen, it's still a great business, right? I've, 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 I've been in the, in the, in the industry for a long time, but, it's as an entry level space, it was great. Like I said, three, four years ago during COVID. Now it's just not so easy. There's, it's still a really great industry and people are making a, making a living out of it. It's just not as easy as it once was. So if you're, if, if you're someone that hustles, it may be all right. So oh, a thousand percent. Entry level, like is it, well, maybe throughout the whole industry, I'm sure, I'm sure you got a, you, where you're at, you have a salary on top, but like, if I walk yeah. in the door, am I straight commissioned? Yeah, if you if you're just if you're a loan officer, right? If you're someone that's just out kind of beating the streets, 
it's a commission only gig. Okay. Um, you can make a ton of money if you hustle, but you're going to hustle to, to make a living. Right. Okay. Um, you know, you know, after as long as I've been in it, you know, I, I've got a lot of resources that and a lot of referral sources that I've built over the years. It's a lot easier. But for someone to kind of cut their teeth in the space today is a little bit more challenging. Okay. Um, and as a sales role, right, you would definitely come in as commission only. But, you know, I've there's there's no question. I've, I've seen guys and girls that, you know, enter the space, you know, 45, 60 days in you know, closing thirty, forty thousand dollars a month worth of business. Okay. But but that's not, you know, that's that doesn't happen every month, right? So you gotta kinda learn how to how to, you know, budget your money and, and just like any other sales job, right? I mean there's there's other sales jobs in this in this world that you can go six months without a commission, then all of a sudden you you close a couple of deals and you you make a ton of money. But that's not always the way that it is. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's exactly how it was when I went into real estate. Hundred percent. I went, you know, well, at the time I was married. I remember. Michelle's going. You, you might need to find another job. Like, I get that you oh, yeah. laid off from where you thought was going to be your career, but like, we're a few months in. Hey, what's up? What are you doing? Uh, you want to say hi to your cousin Dave? What's up, Dave? Hey, man. How are you, brother? Or, or oh, like all the old people in the family say, your Uncle Dave. Uncle Dave. Uncle Dave, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd introduce you to your cousins, but they're all they're all playing with their iPads in the other room. That's right. He's, he came, he, he's been gone, just stopped in to grab a flashlight. <laughs> we're not, we're yeah, good for you. Yeah. We're yeah. A bunch of lights in Troy's yard. Grant's playing, Grant's playing God of War in the other room. That's uh, my favorite game ever. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's what he's playing. That's what he's playing right now. He's on, uh, he's Call of Duty. He needs to find Alex. He's not on. Call- I mean, I have a I have Call of Duty, but that's not his favorite. He thinks it's kind of lame, actually. They the kids put those games on and make me play, and they laugh at me the whole time because yeah, I cannot yeah. move and like shoot at the same time. <laughs> but you know what? Kid, but you know what, dude? I still running? I kick their I kick their ass in hockey and Madden still today. Well, and you know what? In my house, I can't even win anything anymore. They yeah, yeah. What's his decrease of UH? No. Can't click, those, <laughs> can't click those buttons quite as fast. The kids have learned. They've learned how to beat the system. <laughs> yeah. There's no way you should be able to drop back for a pass, have four of my guys around you, you're going to catch it, kick all my guys to the ground, and then run for a touchdown. Yeah, yeah. You shouldn't. That's true. But somehow they put these codes in X, B, Q, Y, Z, and their guys are on tackle. You can't even tackle them. You know what it is? In New, in New Hampshire, we don't have those codes. They don't make it this far north. Uh, that's fair. Well, you're lucky. Your kids yeah, yeah. are a little younger. They'll figure out the codes soon. That's right. They'll figure it out for sure. Um, all right. So I want to buy a house. Yeah. Actually, before we get there. Uh, one one of our our uh, first listeners, his name is Bear. I work with him. He was sending me a message, and he goes, uh, "I guess I even need to back up." So for for Valentine's Day, Dave, not thinking right, because this is a a verbal podcast, right? Yes. So for Valentine's Day, 
I put together this badass PowerPoint presentation <laughs> of gifts, right? So we did yeah. a podcast, and in my head, everybody that was a guest was going to, like, describe the picture and blah, blah, blah. And yeah, no, it, it didn't work, right? So he's been busting my balls since I've done that, right? And he goes, yeah, yeah. Yo, what's, the, what's the episode today? And I told him, and he goes, yo, you need to have your cousin do a PowerPoint presentation. <laughs> and I oh, said, you know what, man? Back off. And he goes, no, no, no. You should have your cousin put together a PowerPoint presentation. <laughs> and then people can email you. Your listeners can email you if they're interested right. in that. And then you can refer them to your cousin. Dude, I have to be the master of the present, the PowerPoint presentation, but I'm not prepared for that right now as I sit on my deck with my martini. So I can't do it now, but, it, you know, if you want me to come back to you with some sort of a PowerPoint presentation that you could share, yeah, I'm happy yeah. to do that. Come up with one. We'll stick it on the page somehow. Or, yeah, you know, you happy know, to do if that. If you have any questions about that, hit us up on the email at mycousinsdrinkatgmail.com. If you're looking to buy a house. And you got some questions after uh, in this the subject, episode. In the subject line, put attention, Dave. Attention, Dave. Uncle Dave. Yeah, yeah. Attention, <laughs> attention yeah. Uncle Dave. Uh, yeah, yeah. And we will forge your information to him, and he will uh, help you out. So, yeah, for sure. All right. So I want to buy a house, man. Yeah. What's my first step? Oh, that's a great question. Your um, your first step. Years old and working at a steel mill. Yeah, your your first step is to sit down and talk to, and listen. I love real estate agents, right? And 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 some of my best friends are real estate agents. That's not your first step. No. Your first step is to talk to a licensed mortgage loan originator, right? right? Whether they work at a local bank, they work at a, a local independent mortgage bank like my company, or a local mortgage broker. You've got to sit down and talk to a, a, a licensed mortgage loan originator, not some fly-by-night guy but some or girl, but someone who's actually taken the time and the effort to get licensed, right? It's a, it's a, it's a crazy process. Most, most people will spend three, four months, tons of education, tons of testing to actually get their license, right? So that person is, is qualified to talk to you about you and about what your needs are. And they're going to run an analysis of your income, your credit, your assets, right? And kind of help you get on the right track to determine what you can qualify for, what your credit looks like now. And and if you qualify now, great. If not, what steps you need to take to qualify and then help to get you on the road to home ownership. I got a question for you. Yeah, man. As someone who's been through three divorces, how does one go about So, yeah, so I mean, well, so I've with those divorces that destroyed my credit. Okay, so yeah, so if someone has credit that needs some work, what are your recommendations? Yeah, I, so yeah, so your first step is talk to your local mortgage guy or girl, right? Because what they're going to do is they're going to pull your credit and they're going to look at you know most credit issues today are resolved on a credit score, and what most people don't realize is that there's three credit bureaus is Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion. They all have different credit scores. And the first thing we're, the first thing that anyone's going to look at is say, okay, 
what's affecting your credit negatively? And we're going to say, okay, why is that? And then taking a snapshot in time, what do we have to do to kind of get that repair on track? And you talk about three divorces. I've only been through one, but I can tell you, you know, it's not easy, right? Everybody goes through different stuff. And, and when you look at credit issues, people in people that are licensed loan originators will say, I'm, I'm trained in how to help you repair your credit and help to kind of get you on the track of home ownership. You know, it's, it's not easy, right? There's, right. there's going to be many steps along the way that you're going to have to take and, and some things that you're not probably not going to want to talk about. But, you know, it, it kind of becomes like a confessionary where we look at it and say, okay, here's where you are now. And here's the five or six or seven or 10 or 26 things that you have to do in the next three, six, nine, 12, 18 months to get yourself on the track to home ownership. But I will tell you, there's a lot of really good companies. And in Pennsylvania, I know a lot of them too. Yo, we're licensed there and and I've got to know a lot of folks over there. Yeah. Time out. You're licensed in Pennsylvania? Yeah. Yeah. We're all up and down the East Coast in every state but New York. But yeah. 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 So we do a ton of business. Uh, Yeah. We do those too. Oh, for sure. We're going to talk off air. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and listen, home equity loans is another, another thing that we, that a lot of folks, you know, are, are talking about because they have a first mortgage they refinanced two, three years ago in the 3% range. Now first mortgage rates are in the sevens or sixes, let's say, but you can get a home equity line loan to, you know, do some, do some home repairs or do some debt consolidation. And, and that's a great space to be in. Um, and, and a lot of people are taking advantage of that. But as it relates to kind of, answering your question about kind of getting on the track to home ownership, you know, there's, there's no bigger achievement for a licensed loan originator to, to sit back and say, Hey, I helped this guy or girl that was, you know, sub credit score, you know, not in the great space, maybe not making the money they needed to. And, and 12 to 18 months later with the help of a, of a experienced real estate agent and, and a bunch of other folks along the way, kind of getting that person on track to, to buy a home and and helping getting their their familiar situation situated there's no better there's no better feeling than than that for someone in my space yeah that's fair i appreciate that's that's dude i didn't know you were in pa maybe I yeah man maybe i need to become a mortgage guy dude <laughs> yeah dude so we're in so we're all so we're literally we touch every state on the east coast now except wow. new york just because that's like communism over there, right? It takes, yeah, it takes, work. yeah, it takes, it takes, you know, they say it takes seven years and a hundred grand to get licensed. And, and I'm not really, I'm not ready to commit either of those two resources. So, you know, we, we don't, we don't go there, but we're licensed in New Jersey and Maryland, DC, well, you know, I remember, Virginia. I remember back in the day when you were working on your Florida stuff. Yeah, so we do a lot of so about about eleven percent of our business is in Florida. You know, my company will do a billion dollars worth of business this year. Uh, we do a, a little over a hundred million dollars worth of business in Florida alone. Um, you know, the the challenge with Florida, right? When when we think about and, and everybody hears about it, we hear people hear about what they call the sand states, right? So that's states that you think about, you know, Florida, Arizona, California, and that's where values typically start to depreciate first, right? When we, you, you probably hear about what the Fed's doing and all that stuff, not that that really matters, but you start to hear about values kind of declining a little bit. And, and that happens in the sand states. And 
and with offices throughout Florida. So we're licensed. We, our offices, we have an office in Miami, an office in Fort Lauderdale, two offices in the greater Orlando area, an office in Tampa. And we're certainly starting to see values de- depress a little bit. But there is so much opportunity for folks that are ready to kind of move. And, and what we've seen over the last couple of years is so many people are leaving you know, New Jersey and New York and even, you know, Massachusetts. Why, why, why would anybody in their right mind want to basically live above Pennsylvania, right? Dude, I couldn't agree with you more. Well, there's there's like a five-state window between Pennsylvania and probably New Hampshire, right? Yeah, so, so New Hampshire, which is where I'm, which is where I'm from, I, I happen to live in Massachusetts right now, but we'll leave that alone. I'm, I'm not really a Massachusetts guy, but I, I, I was, you know, born and bred in New Hampshire for the most part. You know, we're a lot like Florida where we have no sales tax. Right. We have no income, we have no income tax, right? New Hampshire men. New Hampshire, yeah. So, and it, and it's great that the challenge becomes so many folks leave areas like New York and Massachusetts and migrate north that, that, that politically the landscape gets all jacked up. Right. And, and and nobody can kind of think for themselves anymore, um, and and it just bec- it, it, you just become northern New York, and it and it really becomes a, a terrible situation. But the good news is we've got a great government system in New Hampshire. Um, you know, like I said, no no income tax, no sales tax. Property taxes suck, right? I mean, if if you picked up your house that's you know two thousand dollars a year in Pennsylvania and moved it to New Hampshire, it'd be twelve. But that's the only, that's the only tax that, yeah, I had a condo. I'll tell you a funny story. I had a condo in New Hampshire, you know, after I got divorced, my, you know, my, you know, my ex-wife stayed in the same town we were in. That's a story for another time, but I bought a condo so I could be close to my kids. My taxes on my condo were more than my mortgage, right? My taxes were $950 a month just for my taxes for this, you know, two and a half bedroom Two and a half bedroom, two two bedroom, two and a half bathroom condominium. Yeah, fourteen grand a year. I'm doing that math. That's a lot of fucking money. Yeah, it's a lot. But but the thing is, if you back into it, right, my income wasn't get taxed at the five percent that you see in a lot of these other states, and and sales tax there isn't any. So you go you go to Target and to buy a pillow is nine bucks. You pay nine bucks for the pillow. It's not. It's not nine bucks plus the two bucks in taxes, but right? You still, but you still pay federal taxes there, right? You do, yeah. Okay. You pay federal taxes anywhere, but yeah. Okay. But your your total tax exposure in states like New Hampshire and Florida too, right? So Florida, Florida's another state that has no income tax. Delaware one too. Delaware's another one. They do have a small one now, but it's it's primarily only on certain segments of the space. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. So, but yeah, I mean, I mean, the reality is, you know, the the market's changing, but really, if if you're thinking about buying a house, it's always a great time to buy a house because as we think about rents, you know, the, the cost of renting a property these days is going up, right? You think about the average person, you know, that's renting a, a three bedroom house; they were paying twenty two hundred bucks a year this time last year. They're paying twenty seven hundred bucks a year this year, and you know what? Let me tell you something. Next year, it's going to be thirty two hundred, right. and and that's and that's the reality. So if you can find yourself in a space that you can 
you know, buy a house with little or no money down. There's a lot of bond programs, a lot of state housing programs out there. Uh, you yeah, know, we definitely will get to that part too because one of my favorite loans, and I want to see if we'll agree on this or not, because you may not even be able to write many of them up there. But um, all right, so we kind of talked about your credit's in bad shape. What do you need to do? Yeah. So talk to a mortgage person, dude. You want to get into a house? They'll fi- they'll tell you. Like, listen, if you pay off X and Y. That yeah. get us to the Z. Absolutely. I, here's here's where I run into problems. Yeah. Um, I'm on disability due to a car crash. I'm on a fixed income. Yeah. Paying off past shit would be like harder with keeping up with modern bills still. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? I do. Yeah. So you have to think so. And and not to get too detailed, right? And like I said, always reach out to your licensed mortgage mortgage loan originator. And if you're looking for more resources, reach out to Mike, and I'm happy to help. I'm but would you that he's fucking hiring you? That's what I'm yeah, hearing. But but you think about your credit, right? There's three things that we look at, and it's not me. It's the whole it's the whole industry. Recency, frequency, and severity, right? So how recently did it happen? Did it happen last week? That's way worse than something that happened five years ago. That's the recency. How frequently did it happen? Did it happen once? Did it happen twice? Did it happen five times? And then severity. How bad was it? Was it a 30-day late? Was it a 60-day late? Was it a 90-day late? Was it a foreclosure? Was it a bankruptcy? There's different tools that we'll take in the industry to kind of help you maneuver that process and and put those things in the right space and and help you kind of kind of work through that process, right? It's way different than it was five years ago or 10 years ago. You know, we used to look at people, you know, when I first got in the business, we didn't even look at credit scores. But nowadays, you know, I can remember 15 years ago, if you had a credit score under 600, you couldn't get a loan, right? Nowadays, there's there's FHA loans and there's rural housing loans that you can get, you know, not three, financing with 3.5% down with with a 500 credit score. Right. And when you think about what a 500 credit, yes, 100 percent. So when you think about what a 500 credit score looks like, you know, if you've got good income and you talk about disability income, and I know that this sounds kind of a little bit crazy, but disability income is actually looked at a stable income because you we know what you have income for coming in for income. It's it's stable. Right. Where, unfortunately, when you look at how many people have been laid off in this country in the last you know, 120 days, you're talking about millions of people, right. you know, people that have a disability income or they're getting social security or, you know, someone who's, you know, a single mom out there that's getting, you know, alimony and child support, that's all counted towards your income, right? And in a lot of cases, that's considered more stable income than, you know, a job that you've had for a year and a half or two years. You know, you think about a lot of folks that are, you know, taking on, Uber Eats or, or taking on these other subcontractor type roles, which is a great side hustle, but it's not quite as consistent as what you're looking at for, you know, your role where, where you're getting disability income. Yeah, that's fair. And respectfully, and, and I get it where you're talking about it. It's hard to pay off old shit, but so in a lot of cases, you don't have to because it's old and it's not affecting the credit score as much as you might think it is. So the first thing I would tell you is get a checkup from the neck up, right? Sit down, talk to someone, you know, and, and be honest and real. And Yeah, I'm going to add that. We're adding that. Well, yeah, because he's yeah. Tom, Tom, you need to get a fucking checkup from the neck up. Checkup from the neck up, man. And sit down and be real. 
Yeah, be real with the guy or girl that you're sitting across the, the desk from and say, hey, you know what? Here's my credit. Here's my social security number. I know I'm probably a shit bum, but but let's be honest about it. And and that person, if they're truly, if they work for a company that really wants to kind of help you achieve that role of home ownership, they'll do it and, and they'll put you on the right path for sure. Okay, fair enough. So let's talk about the different loans. All right. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Yeah, there's the traditional 20% down, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so to, to kind of parlay into that, Mike, All right. that's – that's less. That's less than one out of twenty loans that are written oh, in this country. Dude. Yeah, it's most people do not have do not have twenty percent down. Most people have less than five percent down payment, right? Yeah, I'm I'm not talking about. You're a thousand percent right. That was like. Oh yeah. That was my dad coming out of my mouth. That's right. That's right. Tom, watch yourself. Watch yourself. I saw. Um, but yeah, you're right. Like back back in our parents' day, you had to have twenty percent, man. That was it. Yeah, but you had. Yeah, but listen, but look, look, But you know what? But let's back into that for a minute, right? Back when our parents were buying houses, they were buying a house for thirty grand, right? So so twenty percent down on thirty grand is is six thousand bucks. Twenty percent down now on a course. But yeah, but back then weren't mortgages like twenty two percent? Yeah, they were fifteen to sixteen percent, but who cared? They were borrowing nine thousand dollars. Today you're borrowing, you know, four hundred thousand dollars. Hundreds of thousands, yeah. All right. It's a huge difference. Yeah, you're right. Sorry, I had I had to refill my drink. I hope you don't mind. You know what? You were feeling that, and Tom goes, "Dude, he pours the fucking drink like you do." Because every time oh, you I pour do. the drink, it sounds like you're taking a piss behind the bar. Yeah, yeah. And then I yeah. top it off with soda. Uh, of course you do. It's it's rude not to. Yeah, that's right. Tom, yeah. I don't that's want right. your vodka to be clear. Here's some that's AJ. Right. Appreciate that. That's right. Just doesn't make you a bad guy. It, we still need to be able to see through it. So, That's right. Uh, anyway, yeah. Check, yeah, hold on. Let me check our time here because we have this thing that we do. Yeah, we're gonna do, you ready to do it? <coughs> I gotta bring it so normally, Dave, I, got, I guess I need to explain this to you. Normally, we have a break and Tom does two of the worst fucking dad jokes you could ever imagine. How he, how for 74 episodes, he has shown up with the worst fucking dad jokes every week, right? There's only been two of them that got me. So, um, but we've had a request by some of our listeners to get him off of the dad jokes. What do you got? Do you have dad jokes this week or what do you got? I got some your mamas. Okay. So the request has been for him to hit us with some yo mama jokes. Mm. Because, well, and I I get it. I get where they're coming from. You've failed. Miserably. A hundred and 152 times with your dad jokes to have two, two hits. Okay. They wanted it's kind of like how I got kids too. <laughs> We're not going there. We're not touching that one. Um, oh shit! 
my, my ex and I had sex twice. And I'm paying for them both. But so. <laughs> uh, Listen, so, so I'm going to sit quiet over here. Mama jokes. But I need to find my little Mike has a drink notebook because I wrote down to myself, Tom. Oh, did you? I was not going to let you kick my ass in your mama jokes. Oh. Now, I have met Mike's mother. She is a nice woman, and these are not in any way, shape, or form directed at her. Dave, Dave. Yeah, man. I didn't put the disclaimer it was, uh, it was a short beat. It's a what? It was one of those weekend ones where everybody has to be on their best behavior. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, for sure. Hold on. I got to refill my wine. All right. I forgot to mention that tonight. Uh, it's another one of those rare nights that we are not drinking the same thing. Yeah, it doesn't happen very often. But Tom, mm. Tom, Tom is drinking. Uh, the pecan whiskey. Yeah. Uh, nice. I don't know who makes. I forget. But if you if you hit your PA liquor stores, there is a coupon on it right now for a dollar fifty off. But it's a caramel pecan whiskey. Decent. And it's it's definitely one of our favorites. <laughs> How do you drink it? Straight up, or you got a little on the rocks? What are you doing with it? Well, on the rocks, usually for the episode. Yeah. The last, nice. The last couple months, Dave. To be honest, we've been taking a little. I've leave. been, I've been making Tom mix stuff because I, mm. I, I've reached that point, and I know Tom is only, you know, he's only got a three in his front number. Um, mm. As I approach that five in my front number. Yeah. Just sit and Tom and I drink a, a fifth of whatever. I can't function until fucking Sunday. Right. Yeah, I get it. So, and, and Tom was a little disappointed, but we had a podcast planning meeting, and I said, for now on, we're breaking this, the rules. This shit is fucking mixed. We are yeah, no longer. Yeah. We are no longer straight, no chaser. We are. Here's. Here's. Two ounces of your alcohol in your drink, and Ugh. whatever it is. Dude, you are yeah. I, listen, I I, I get it. Well, mm. but I would say I would say two ounces is probably not accurate because especially if I'm pouring and I'm on like last. It's more drink, like six. It's like mm. yeah, but we talked. I think we said that it's like coloring. I just I mean it's close. Listen. You just got to get close. You know, it's not even like a thing. You just got to get close with it. That's all. I just want you to have the essence. Like I get it. No, and and listen, I re- I respect it. I'm actually looking forward to the dad jokes, like or the mom jokes or whatever. All right. And all and right. listen, Aunt Aunt Joe's a lovely lady, and 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 all that is fantastic. So I'm sure it's all in good fun. Hey. Um, oh yeah, Mike. Don't make me bring in Alex into this. <laughs> like, I would never. I would never. Of course she you would. So fat yeah. that she caused the last animal extinction by ordering a fur coat. Dude, that's fucked. Dude, that's up. a little. That's, that, fucked, that's up. fucked up right there. That's, that's fucked, fucked up, up right man. there, dude. You yeah. know what? But that reminds me, Tom. Oh, oh yeah. Your mom is so fat. When she fell. You didn't I, laugh? I didn't laugh, dude. But the fucking sidewalk cracked up. Motherfucker, I was about to read that one. Yeah! <laughs> Take that, bitch. Oh, your mama's so fat when she steps on the talking scale and says, Ugh. 
That's fucked up. You know, leave my fucking mom out of this, Tom. Because here's the deal. Your mom is so stupid. Oh, yeah? She stared at a cup of orange juice for over 12 hours. Because it said concentrate. You know what, Mike? Your mama's so fat she uses cheat codes on WeFit. Oh, you're fucked up. <laughs> you're fucked up. You're fucked up. You're fucked. I don't even got any more. All I know, no, I do got one more. All I know, Tom, is your mama's so fat. When she fell over and broke her leg, gravy came out. Yeah. But that's seriously my last year mama joke. <laughs> Uh, your mama's so fat when she sat on a corner, a booger popped out of, je- of uh, washed his nose. Oh, dude. I can't wait till my fucking mom comes back up here to visit. I'm going to pull that part out, Tom, and play it just for her. I'm going to make sure I'm not oh, here. No. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not playing it until we're sit- all sitting out on my deck. <laughs> and I hook up to my little Margaritaville speakers that look like rocks, and she's going to hear, hey, Mike. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Tom. You're fucked. Oh. You know what, though? <clears throat> I've actually discovered that restaurants, if you walk in, like the Panera, they give you cool food. No, they really do. You walk in and you say, my name's Uber Eats. Ah. I'm, I'm telling you, this week I fed the kids for nothing. Walked in to Panera every night and said, hey, my name's Uber Eats. And they said, oh, okay, we got this for you. <laughs> now, it is, it's a bit of a mystery. You never really know what you're getting. <laughs> but. Almost everybody orders the broccoli cheese soup from Panera. So true. You get that fucking bread bowl. I'm telling you. Although, as as somebody who has um, traveled this area quite extensively, Southside for Many Brothers is better than the one we got here. Really? By leagues. Mm. I've never been down to the Southside. At least not knowingly. I could have been there. I didn't. I never know. That's probably fair. Um, I do know Southside where the Pittsburgh Stadium is. Not. No, because they're all three north of the rivers. Okay, so I was never. I was never. Well, I've been there, um, and I've been near the University of Pittsburgh. I don't. But I don't I'm think not quite that's. Sure where that I is. think that's more center. Um, but. Yeah, that's it. I don't, I don't really spend a lot of time in Pittsburgh. Hello, beautiful. Um, Did you run up and get more All beef? right. Oh. So, mortgage-wise, we, kind of, we touched on that 20%. Most, most of those loans don't happen anymore. Yeah, they, they don't exist. So, so that, if, if someone's putting down less than 5%, does that, yeah. put, does that put them in that, like, FHA kind of category? Yeah, so three, so FHA is 3.5% down traditionally, right? So, and 
And whether you put three and a half percent down or 20 percent down on an FHA loan, it's really the same. It's the same profile. Right. Right. Um, and, and then depending on where you are. Right. So, if you know, there's a ton of spaces in, in, in Pennsylvania that qualify for rural housing. And, and those loans have no money down, uh, no monthly mortgage insurance. There, it's a it's a great loan. The, the challenge is you have to qualify on a, a couple of fronts. Yeah. You have to the prop the property has to qualify, right? So you have to be in an area that is right. determined to be rural. Which really, if you think about Pennsylvania, the only area that's not considered to be rural, Pittsburgh is actually rural. Right. Um, but the only area that's not rural is Philadelphia, right? So if you're everything as long as you're 40, 40 miles out of Philly. Not even like 15 miles outside of okay. Philly, right? Okay. Yeah, and, and you're considered rural. And then the second qualification really is income, right? So you can't be more than 120 percent of AMI. AMI stands for you know average median income, right. which I looked it up. I looked it up today, and if you're in Chester County, which I or actually I looked at two. I looked at Chester County. The average median income in Chester County was eighty six thousand. Okay. Um, and then I and then I looked at Lancaster County. Okay. Lancaster County, the average median income was one hundred and two thousand. Okay. Well, so first, if you're less, first of all, first of all, I need to stop you. Oh, yeah, yeah. It is. It is not Lancaster. <laughs> it's not yeah, Lancaster well. County. Lancaster. It's Lancaster. <laughs> listen, all no, I know no, is that no, I've I'm, been. Listen, I'm trying to help you. You go on vacation Listen, to visit my parents. Yeah, like I said hi. I'll just, um, and you walk somewhere <laughs> and say, "Well, what? Lancaster is so yeah, beautiful." Yeah. You get a fucking completely different menu <clears throat> than what I get, and walk in and say, "Wow, Lancaster." Lancaster. Yeah, yeah. Fucking malls everywhere. Listen, I, I here's here's what I can remember. The first time I went out there, Mike, with you, I remember when we were driving down the road, oh, and right, remember this? I do. Years, in my yeah, station wagon, dude. That you're in the station wagon, and I had a camera in the back, and we were trying to take a picture of the dude that was driving down in the horse and buggy, yes. and. And they were like literally high. They were like jumping out of the horse and buggy so that I couldn't take their picture. Right. Here I am, this guy from New Hampshire, not knowing what the hell they're doing. But, yeah, it was a crazy time. Woo! That's better than the story I thought you were going to share. I've got more. Yeah, there's more yeah, of those. I know you do. I know you do. I'm yeah, yeah. years out of this. But I, I will yeah, yeah. start on this one. So they, they've come to visit me. And... Was this Philly or Lancaster? This is Lancaster. What the fuck is that little, what do you got, fucking cerebral palsy or something with that lip? It's Lancaster. You don't need to make your fucking lip twitch. It's, yeah, get ready to twitch. It's Lancaster. (laughs) You got to sound like Clint Eastwood. Lancaster. All right, well, I'm going to let that go. (laughs) Since we're not on video, I'm going to stop describing Tom's fucking weird... (laughs) Fucking headcasters. So Dave comes to visit, and and I think we, it was like I just gotten my license. So like tenth grade summer between tenth and eleventh grade, David comes down. His mom comes to visit, um, 
And I was like, hey, look, you know, this one girl wants to go out on a date with me. But. Oh, shit, I think you told me their story. But, I did. <laughs> but her friend, and so I, like, I'm like, babe, dude, I need a big fucking favor. I need a big favor, dude. What? I said, well, you know, I'm trying to hook up with this one girl, but her friend's there, and I figure since you're visiting, we should all just go to a movie, I'll pay for it, I'll drive, right. so we gotta watch this fucking movie, right? What movie? I, I don't even remember. Do you remember? It doesn't, it doesn't matter. All you have to know is that I'm a giver. So I was willing to participate. It's what I do. Willing. He was willing. Yeah, yeah. I'm a giver. It's what I do. Because, you know, I'm starting to see why yeah. you two got along so yeah. goddamn well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I give. I just give and give and give. I don't expect anything back in return. Right. No, that's not true. You're like, I got you, but yeah. you're paying for fucking lunch tomorrow. That's right. Yeah. You know what? Thanks, Dave. So we you're welcome, dude. We went and watched the movie. I, I don't even know what the fucking movie was. Um, and if you don't either, uh, that means you owe me a thank you. You're welcome. Dude, it might have been like, I think, I think it might have been like, it might have been like Gremlins or something like that. It, oh, my God. Jesus Christ, how bad did you just age yourself there? Right? right. I'm just saying. I, I, th I, I think. remember. You know, the only thing I yeah. remember is the, guy, the fucking security guard knocked on the window of the station wagon. Because yeah, I think it was I think it was Gremlins, dude. It, I'm just being honest. Holy hell, we're fucking old. Yeah, yeah. No, you're fucking old. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> yeah. Like we're like, yeah, we're old. Tom's like Gremlins. Are they fucking like what were they Furbies? Yeah, until you get a kind of similar. Turn a little wing. Yeah, that's true. They definitely. That's right. Wing. Yeah. yeah. I wish I could grow hair like them. Anywho, mm. so, so we're driving back, right? And so we're in the station wagon, we're driving. And I don't know, like, it might have been like the first time I was like driving at night and there was a fucking Amish buggy, whatever. I kind of moved over a little bit on this road. Well, it was a drainage ditch. So... <laughs> The station wagon, <laughs> you know, you remember now, right? I do. I totally do. The yep. station wagon catches fucking air. Wait, were the girls with Yeah. Yeah, they were still in the car. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And we bump, right? And the car's just fucking slowing down. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? Holy shit, right? So Dave and I are, like, immediately going, okay. How do we explain this to your dad? Your dad's right, we can't call. We can't call your dad because that's dad, not going to happen. Your dad's going to fucking kill you, Mike. Yeah, but, you'll be dead before he gets here. I'm yeah. fine too because I was here. All right. Right. So we're hitting. Which automatically, which, which for the record, makes it t automatically makes it my fault because I'm the out of tighter, out of tighter. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You were driving for like three months longer than me, so you should. That's correct. That. It's, it's totally my fault, for sure. I'm yeah. Glad, I'm glad you. Oh God. <laughs> Finally agrees yeah. and yeah. it's recorded. Yeah. 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 Um, it was totally my fault. I right. can't wait to play that part um, for Aunt Alice. Yeah. Dave, yeah. Yeah. Dave, Dave, oh, she knows. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred bucks will be in the mail. Yeah, that's fair. 
So, <laughs> hitting the gas, revving the fucking car, not moving, right? So, Dave and I go into panic mode. We're like, what the fuck? Right. And I was like, I don't know, I don't know. Let me put this fucking car back in park, and we got to think about this. I got to put it in park, right? I hit, we hit that fucking ramp, or yeah. whatever the fuck it was, pothole, so fucking hard. My knee went up, hit the fucking gear shifter on the column, and threw the car in neutral. So, for those of you that don't, don't know what the column means, that's that's the shifter when it was up next to the steering wheel. It wasn't like it wasn't like the turning knob like on your Land Rover, that's fair. right? That's like, fair. yeah, yeah, and yeah. We yeah. Had to shift with our hands on the steering wheel. Right, we actually right. had to clutch right. with our feet. And right. And the other way that's the right. radio yeah. worked was if you stuck your friend up on the roof and made him turn the antenna. That's right. Right. There was like, like it was a big deal if you had like a, a you know if you, this is before the time of CDs, right? Yeah. I'm not aging myself, but it's fine. This was the transition between eight tracks and just that's right. So when we so when we pulled over and Mike was like Dude, we we have to call your mom. We can't call my dad because he's gonna kill me. And I was like, dude, why don't you just put it in the park? Let's turn the car off, and we're just gonna like we're gonna hang out for like a minute or two. Yo, maybe we could just kind of like yo say a prayer, or whatever. You know, Dave, turn the car. Dave, Dave, you were basically describing the IT. Have you tried turning it off and back? Have on? you tried right? Turn it off and turn it back on, right? So Mike puts the car in park. Mike Mike puts the car in park. I think we all got, I think all four of us got out of the car and kind of walked around, you know, whatever, got back in the car, and then Mike turned the car. That's right. Mike, I think I might have opened the hood. Not that I know what the fuck was under the hood. But I think we opened it. It was like, no, oh, there's what it is. Nothing's on fire. No, see, here's oh, look. What it is. What? I mean, the it's an engine. engine. It looks... came on, and then Dave popped the hood and went, yep, still there. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's an engine. There it is. Yeah. Well, this is not fucking dad jokes this week, dude. Yeah, yeah. So then I think we got back in the car, and then Mike turned the wheel, turned, turned the key, it turned on, and he put that bitch back in drive. And we could actually drive down the road, not realizing that. And then I'm driving up the fucking road, and Dave is fucking punching me in the side in the side of my fucking my shoulder and my head, going, "You dumb motherfucker!" And I'm like, "Yeah, I I deserve that. You can hit me for the next 42 miles till we get." Yeah, yeah, no, he totally deserved that. Yeah, for sure. All right, so we kind of talked about the some of the mortgage stuff. If people have yeah. more questions, I definitely want to bring you on there for it again. Um, yeah. Or I, I'm thinking we may just bring you back like every month just for whatever the topic is. Yeah, but you know what? And, and listen, and, and, and I mean this with, with all due respect, right? Like, uh, and, and I'm an advocate, and, and I'm happy to talk to anybody, but at the end of the day, talk to your local guy or girl that that is in, in your paper and, and on your – on the TV and on the radio, you know, don't deal with one of these national douchebag companies that don't know what they're doing. So are Literally. You, wait, did you just call yourself a douchebag? No, he's not. No, because I know. Yeah, I, you're, you're talking about I'm the not, I'm, mortgage. 
Yeah, don't call them. They don't know what the fuck they're doing. Call the guy down the street that literally, like, puts a puts an ad in the newspaper once a week and spends a hundred bucks yeah. to maybe get your phone call. Right? Yeah. That guy is so more engaged in your process well, yeah, than I would ever be. Right? And and I and I I'm happy to help anybody, but there are people right down the street from you in Mercier in Pittsburgh, in Aston, in media that are so willing to help you like from step one to step a hundred. Don't call the, don't call the guy from rocket. Don't call, you know, don't call Wells Fargo. Don't call bank of America. Just don't do it. And and listen, I'm happy to get anybody on the right track, but there are so many local resources. More, when I was doing real estate, and it's been, yeah. it's been a minute now, um, I have the ish to maybe come back into that, but I don't. Out here, there's no money in it, so it's, it's not worth it's no. not worth it. But but I will say when you would go to present an Although, offer, time out, time out, because when I was living about an hour south of here. Two streets over and around a quarter oh, yeah. went for 27.3. No, no. <laughs> so but, it's not this. It's the, just this. It's this pocket. Right. This pocket. Uh, I agree with that. And But on top of it, we can do a real estate thing some other time. But everything's commissioned. But um, I, don't even, I don't even know what I was going to say. You know, Usually not, it's me doing that. I know. Must not be important. But so yeah, so listen, people. You got questions about mortgages? Send us an email at mikeasadrinkgmail.com or find us on our Facebook page, Mike Has a Drink. Uh, oh, Mike, I have to report to you something Chelsea said today. Oh no. No. So we go pulling into the grocery store nine miles away, and there's what looks like an empty parking spot. Chelsea goes to pull in it. And it's a shopping cart. A motorized shopping cart. Chelsea started going off, and I'm like, okay. I'm going to say shit this time. All right. So, Dave, I know you don't understand. Well, you might understand. You probably relate to him, to be honest. But Tom has this fucking put your (laughs) shopping carts away fetish. Where like most grocery stores have more than one cart return too. Listen, I get it, Tom. I, I know, get it. I know. I know. But I accidentally, after one episode one time, opened the door for this, and I've been hearing about it since June of twenty twenty two. It sounds like you're an. It sounds like you're being an asshole. Like you can't not put your cart away. Like how do you not put your cart away? Right, so what I said earlier about maybe coming on like once a month and yeah. being involved in this podcast. I'm, yeah, I'm just saying, it sounds like you're being an asshole. You don't put your card away? No, Mike puts his card well, away. Are you accusing me? It wasn't I don't know. I'm just, you said you opened it up. So. I opened you opened that door up. I, I put my card away, Dad. All right. I mean, I, I would hope you do. I mean, I put my card away. I was raised better than that by the Canadian. That's right. That's right. 
Um, we have ca- we have Catholic guilt if we don't put our card away. No fucking kidding, dude. We're not even right? going there. We're not going right. there. We're not we're not going there. Right. I'm just saying. You right. gotta put your card away. Listeners already know what I think about that shit. But right. because if not, we're gonna be on fucking part three before we finish this episode. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we gotta get to the second part of our episode. Uh, this may be a two parter, dude. Hold on. Where are we at? Yeah, definitely going to be a two-parter. So here, but it's going to be a quick two-parter, I hope. So, Dave, I'm I'm going to pause this. Yeah, man. Save it. We're going to send you another link, and then we're going to talk about your barber. Hey. Oh, yes. Hey, yes. Be nice to each other. Hold the door for someone and put your fucking card away. Amen. If everybody put their card away, so... Tom wouldn't need a check from the neck I up. would not have to fucking hear about this every fucking time. I, I feel like one day when you go shopping, Tom, I'm going to fucking sneak over there, follow you around, and... God, I swear, I swear, <laughs> I hope I don't see you putting a card away. Oh, I always put my cards away. So, all right.